Welcome to Linda's Corner. My name is Linda Bjork, and today we're going to be talking about self-care success. I'm delighted to welcome special guest Angelica Marie Assechemois. Angelica has been featured in USA Today, Digital Journal, Shondaland, Emotional Intelligence Magazine, and more. She is a successful entrepreneur in the entertainment industry, the host of the podcast The Tea Corner, and the founder of the wellness brand Omekwa. You can reach Angelica at her website, omekwa.com, and I'll include a link in the description. Welcome. I'm so glad that you're here today. I am so excited to be here and connect with you all. Thank you. And I'm delighted to be talking about self-care and how important that is. Now, you have been just this amazing success at a very young age, and it's really easy when you're successful young to also burn out young. Would you mind kind of sharing your story with us and and how you're able to keep going? Yes, of course. So as Linda mentioned, I primarily started out in the entertainment industry. Um, So I worked super hard in high school, APs, all the units, all the extracurriculars, and got to attend the University of Southern California um, in their business and cinematic arts program. So while I was there too, it was also just constant work, 18 units, but I was able to work at some of the top production companies that, you know, I only imagined um, being a part of. And I got to create films and, and just really lived out what at that time I thought was my dream and complete dream. Um, but as life happens, like I got caught off course pretty drastically. Um, So in 2019, I was in a writer's room straight out of college as an assistant, which is just running around everywhere, doing errands, getting things for the writers. And, you know, physically, it was a very intensive job. But in terms of the realm of burnout, I became increasingly more disconnected from myself mentally and spiritually. I didn't feel like I was on the right path anymore, path that I spent several years of my life on at that time. Um, And around Thanksgiving of that year, I discovered a lump in my breast, um, which happened to be a benign breast tumor. Um, So it completely shook up my world. It made me realize that I was focusing on everything outside of me. And, you know, externally, I appeared successful, but, you know, I was so focused on everything else that I didn't even realize and recognize and address, you know, this abnormality in my body. Um, So at that time, again, I was really experiencing the height of burnout. And when burnout really turns into depression, um, and I turned to my mother, who is from Haiti and has used herbs and oils and and natural remedies for an entire life. And she gave me herbs to help support my healing and my journey. Um, So when the pandemic hit in April of 2020, I decided to leave the show that I was on and take the plunge of starting my business, Omekwa. And it's been a complete crash course in terms of figuring out exactly why I was burnt out and not only the physical contributors to burnout, but the mental and spiritual ones as well. Um, And 
throughout the past two years, um, I've really learned how to find self-care success, um, which is the system that I created and the system that I implement through Omekwa to help other women really build a foundation of holistic self-care and body, mind, and spirit that really empowers a life of peace, purpose, and prosperity. Wow, that's fantastic. I'm sorry for your scare, but it sounds like it was just the thing that you needed to, as a catalyst to kind of shift direction a little bit. And that ended up being a good thing. And how marvelous that you were able to call on your mom for some wonderful advice. And it sounds like this has now become a very important part of your company. Do you want to explain a little bit more about Omekwa and what it is that you offer? What is, I mean, self-care to me, maybe help me define what self-care means to you. Because I know sometimes that means like something that we put on ourselves, And it also means this body, mind, spirit, taking care of ourselves. I loved when you talked about the distinction of appearing successful on the outside and being disconnected on the inside. So lots of wisdom. Thank you, Angelica. All right. So help me understand. Tell me about your business. Yes. So overall, Omekwa redefines self-care through the power of community um, by providing luxurious herbal remedies from everything from sleep, energy, hormonal imbalance, and really providing that to you within a community led by holistic wellness experts. So our herbalists, our yogis, um, we really want to make this a fully immersive experience. And, you know, my mission for doing this is because when I was starting my health journey, and I'm sure so many people can relate, you're really faced with a sea of products and you're really not sure how to use them, what exactly is wrong. You're really shuffling through all these things, start going to Google for help. Um, but you really need to have that guidance and really community support. Um, which is really the main thing that we foster throughout Omekwa is really making self-care communal care. Um, and in terms of really the distinctions of self-care, I think right now we're focusing on the physical aspect of self-care, which can often be just pampering, right? Like getting the candles, running yourself a little bubble bath, having nice meals. Those things are great and they do have their place in life. Um, but when you really think about self-care, that's really looking at yourself as an entire being. And making sure that those three major aspects of your life, yourself physically, mentally, and spiritually, are in alignment and just create the foundation for you to be the best person that you can be. And I really say that true self-care, when it's implemented properly, creates a life of peace, purpose, and prosperity. Um, because that's really peace in the fact that you know that you are taking care of your body's every need. Um, prosperity in terms of having an expansive and abundant mindset, thinking well about yourself, your own story and what you can achieve and purpose in terms of being grounded in yourself spiritually and empowering yourself and empowering your life in a way that equips you to live a purposeful, impactful life. That's beautiful. And I think when we live a purposeful life, then we feel fulfilled. And when we're feeling fulfilled, then we don't experience the burnout so much. I think some of the reasons that we get into burnout is not just the exhaustion. It's not just the hard work. 
but there's kind of a, an emptiness to it. Like, is this, is what I'm doing worth it? Is it, does that make sense to you? 100%. And, you know, it, it reminds me of a quote, a quote that really made it all click for me by Grant Cardone. He's, he's a wildly successful businessman. And um, there was a point of his career when he was getting burnt out. And then he realized, you know, I am a spiritual being, not a candle. Spiritual beings don't get burnt out. Um, and he was really experiencing this burnout because he was so disconnected from his why, you know, he just got stuck in the do. And I think, you know, a lot of the times when we don't, um, when we're not in tune with ourselves mentally and in tune with ourselves spiritually, we, we can experience a level of success, but it's because we're really stuck in the doing and you hit a wall and you really have to look at it from a practical sense and standpoint in terms of your body is not going to provide you the energy to do the things that you truly don't want to do. (laughs) It's really as simple as that. Um, And I think when we take the time to, instead of forcing our bodies to to operate in a way that is not in alignment with what we want to do and truly find what is in alignment with what we want to do, that that energy naturally comes and that burnout naturally dissipates. That is beautiful. So things kind of work naturally when we're going in the right direction. So can you help us figure out, so if I am in a spot where I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing, but maybe it's not really in harmony with, with my spiritual, what my needs and what I'm thinking or, or my, my mental ideas, how, how do we get into alignment? What do you recommend? So this really boils down to implementing the self-care success system. So for that particular standpoint, in terms of knowing that you're doing something that you're not in alignment with, I'd really urge you to focus on the mind pillar of self-care success. And that really entails rewriting your story. So your current story may be that you feel like you have to You're compelled to be in this job or line of work out of a sense of duty, out of a sense of obligation to your family, obligation to societal expectations, just obligations to everyone besides yourself. So you really need to to stop and think, what is compelling me to to act and be in this line of work that is not in alignment with me and really see Um, what factors or people in your life are kind of contributing to that story, right? Those bad characters. And once you really take the time to allow yourself to step out of that, that state of doing and really become the author of your life again, it'll allow you, I mean, you, you are, we are as human beings, extremely intelligent and we know what we want and need if we take the time to listen. So I'd really just urge you, urge you to really take that time to listen, assess what's going on in your life and see how you can rewrite that story for yourself um, from one of obligation and fear and burden and commitment into one where you can empower yourself and make the space in your life to find that path that you need to be on because it's, it's always there. It never goes away. I love that. And as you become more self-aware, 
and you can recognize that the answers are really already inside of you. I loved how you brought up the idea, we need to listen. We need to listen to, to ourself, to our heart, to those feelings that we have, that inspiration that we have, stopping and listening. Do you think maybe slowing down a little bit helps us to be able to listen? And, and why don't we listen? 100%. You know, listening and, and that's really what comprises the spirit pillar of self-care success is those moments of reflection. So, you know, starting out, I think we don't take the time to listen because we are habitually trained to listen to everyone else but ourselves. You know, whether that's listening through social media, listening and paying attention to other people's stories, stories of people that don't exist from shows, right? You know, I come from that world. So I know, you know, how how easy it could be to binge and be consumed by other people's lives um, and not be consumed by our own lives and fascinated by our own lives and invested by our own lives. Um, so I think in order to break through um, you know, those things and influences that cause us to not listen to ourselves. It's that spiritual practice, you know, and it, it doesn't have to be, you know, waking up at 5 a.m. And, and staring into the sun as a spiritual practice is truly different for every single person. And it really, it really boils down to what can you do every day, first thing when you wake up and first thing before bed that is not immediately going to your phone, not immediately checking email, where you can listen to yourself, check in with yourself, whether that's meditation, going on a walk. That's usually what I do with my dog, Tiny Tina, the Chihuahua, um, or yoga. It's, it's those really simple things that really ground you. Isn't that crazy how when we think of what the answers are, the things that really work are small and simple. And here you're talking about this really big changes to be able to put yourself in a place where you're not being blown around by the expectations, whether real or imagined from other people, and to be able to have be confident and grounded in ourselves and the steps to do that are something small and simple. When you wake up in the morning and when you go to bed at night, something as simple as, let me check in with me. And that's amazing because there are so many voices. You mentioned media and we also have social media where we are trying to maybe put our best foot forward and maybe hope that other people see us the way that we think we're seeing them. And it ends up being this kind of superficial, I don't know, facade of, of what we, what we think other people expect. And it's, it's not healthy. Yeah. I, I think a key thing that you've said there is the real and imagined. Um, in terms of those those expectations, right? And that's why rewriting our story is so critical because, you know, the human mind is a powerful thing. We are very, very powerful individuals. Um, so if you constantly tell yourself, 
and believe, whether consciously or subconsciously, more subconsciously than not, that you are destined for a life of struggle, for a life of sacrifice, you will naturally attract the things into your life that confirm those beliefs. You know, the the universe is very giving in terms of it'll give you what you want, what you think about, and what you think you deserve. So that's why it's very important for us to empower ourselves to think expansively. Um, You know, for me, when I first started my business, I was still coming about it from a place of fear and from believing that my success was tied to my worth. You know, I came from a completely different industry where I experienced that success and that, that upwardly mobile movement. And when I did not get that confirmation in launching my business, as you know, every entrepreneur um, will experience, it broke me. And I had a three month long depressive episode um, and I, you know, lived what I perpetuated that I was a, a failure when all I was, I was just experiencing failure, but I needed to go through it. And I'm I'm so blessed and thankful to say I'm on the other side of it. And I want to tell everyone that's listening to this that there is another side of it. That, you know, because I empowered myself through books, through personal development books, built those healthy small habits that I still to this day fight to keep every single day. It's a choice every single day and check in with myself spiritually. I'm now able to have opportunities like speaking with you, Linda, and sharing my message and living in my purpose and having opportunities for my business to grow that I never would have even fathomed happening last year when I was in that episode. So it's really tending to those pillars of our life that it's it's so transformational. That is wonderful. Thank you for your example. And for being able to make it to the other side. I think when we're struggling with depression, when we're struggling with things, there's a common feeling that no one understands. And when you can say, I've been there, then it helps people realize, hmm, Angelica experienced this and she said there is another side. So maybe there is another side. Because I know when I was struggling with depression, I thought, this is it. I'm stuck. I, there are no doors. There's no windows in this dark place. I can't get out. And to have someone say, no, there is. There is a way out and it's going to be okay. I think that's very helpful. I also loved when you were describing the f- feelings of failure and how you were able to separate that. I am experiencing this rather than defining yourself by it which I think is a very common, easy thing to do. In fact, a lot of times our self-talk is, I am. I am a failure. I am not good enough. I am whatever. Rather than, you know, I am experiencing this and I am a divine being. I am something more than these experiences. That's so cool. And I love when you're bringing up what we think and what we believe. We attract this into our life. I had a friend who put it this way and I love it. He said, whatever message you send out into the universe, the universe will respond, this is true. Here's some more evidence to support that. And it just, that just runs through my mind all the time because we see what we expect to see and then we attract those things. So it's, it's a, you know, a double-edged sword. It gets us on both ends. 
So thank you for your example of becoming and changing so that you can help from, a, from an experienced position. You can help other people. That's really cool. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and I, I just want to share, I think one of the critical or the missing elements to really changing our life and putting, getting us through and sticking with those healthy habits, right? Because we, we all want to become and be better people. And we, we search for these sources of knowledge and, and, and try to get these tools to get us there. But, you know, as human beings, it's, it's natural to default on those things and kind of put it to the wayside and not be consistent, which is, is truly the, the key to it. But I realized the key to having that consistency, building this foundation of self-care and success is really being rooted in your purpose, in your why. Because I know that if I don't take care of myself properly, I will not be empowered enough to speak on how to take care of yourself and help other people live in their purpose. You know, so me, me failing myself is me failing other people. And, you know, I, I feel like it's important for everyone to really look beyond themselves, not from a sense of, you know, again, that, that application obligation or that burden, but that sense of just a genuine care to give to other people and and be the best that you can be for other people. I think there's something very empowering and 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 beautiful when you really think about self-care and bettering yourself from that aspect and that standpoint. Oh, I agree completely. Some people feel like the idea of self-care, especially since it has the word self in it, is selfish. It's, it's thinking about me when I should be thinking about other people. I mean, I can keep going and going and going and, you know, I don't need to worry about me. I don't need to take care of me. My job is just to do and do and serve and it doesn't turn out very well. But I love the aspect of bringing in that when we are our best selves, what we give is better. Who we are is better. We are better able to do the things that we need to do. We're better able to serve. We're better able to love. We're better able to fulfill our purpose. And all of those things come from being in a good place ourselves. Like the, you know, that what they say on the airline when you get in about how you have to wear a mask, put one on yourself first before you help other people. And that's because if you help the other person first, you know, if there was an oxygen, you might not be able to help yourself. You Then you become a burden rather than the person who is assisting others. So super important things to remember. That's awesome. Is there anything that you wanted to make sure that we covered before we close today? Yeah, I'll say, you know, if you're really ready to start finding self-care success and, and building that foundation for yourself, but don't know where to start. Um, that's why I created the self-care success assessment. It's a free assessment that you can take on omekwa.com and it really helps you find what your core self-care pillar is, whether that's body, mind, or spirit, and the five actionable steps that you can take to really building that pillar of care. Um, and you can also learn about Omekwa Oasis, our community, where we really help you through the process of self-care so you don't do it alone because self-care is not solo care. 
Wow, I like that. Self-care is not solo care. And how beautiful that you're able to help people become self-aware through this assessment. And then not only do you give the information, which is the learning part, then you share some actionable steps to do. Because change involves learning and doing. There is something that we have to do to be able to change and to become. What a beautiful resource. Thank you so much, Angelica. Of course, my pleasure. It's such a pleasure talking with you. Oh, pleasure for me as well. In closing, I'd like to share a quote by Leila Delia. She said, self-care is how you take your power back. Today, I invite you to take your power back by taking care of yourself. See you next time on Linda's Corner. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of Linda's Corner, please share and subscribe to help us reach new listeners. I also invite you to check out my nonprofit, Hope for Healing, at the website hopeforhealingfoundation.org for free ebooks, free audiobooks, and other free resources to help increase happiness, build confidence and self esteem, strengthen relationships, manage stress, and calm feelings of depression and anxiety. I also invite you to grab a copy of one of my books, like Crushed A Journey Through Depression, or Amazon bestseller You Got This An Action Plan to Calm Fear, Anxiety, Worry, and Stress. See you next time on Linda's Corner.